Excuse me. Excuse me. What in the world are you thinking? Me, Gene, the first thing you need to do is to tell these people to shut up if you want to hear what I got to say. What up, y'all? KMB, the Sexy Ninja, in the place to be for C-Plus Studios, and welcome to the New World Podcast, brother, and it's for life. It is fueled and powered, and you will acknowledge crazyhoodies.com. Crazyhoodies.com. I have the link in the description below. All the designs are created by the one and only Big Daddy, the host of Big Daddy Forever and also the Social Vent Podcast. If you are subscribed to the C Plus Studios feed, you get the New World Podcast. You get Big Daddy Forever. You get that Sexy Ninja Cast. You get that Juggalo Vlog. You get all these great podcasts, especially the Social Vent, the staple of C Plus Studios. I will say that to the end of my days, and it's not today, because we're talking about CM. Punk, Mr. Best in the World, Mr. Over God, egotistical son of a bitch. Let's let's play the clip. Play the clip. Mm. Okay, so you fancy yourself a journalist. Would you say you're friends with Scott Colton? So you're not friends with him? Oh, well. Well, that makes two of us. My point is... If you fancy yourself a journalist, even if it's for the silly world of professional wrestling, and you have journalistic integrity, people who report things mostly that are bullshit and slanderous lies against myself, if you are friends with somebody, you blew my spot. If you're not friends with them, I apologize. But you should probably disclose who you're friends with. Um, I haven't had anything to do with Scott Colton in almost a decade. Probably wanted nothing to do with him even longer than that. It's fucking unfortunate that I have to come up here and speak on this when I'm on my time and this is a fucking business. Uh, why I'm a grown ass adult man and I decide not to be friends with somebody is nobody else's fucking business. But my friends, if I fall backwards, will catch me. Scott Colton, I felt never would have. My problem was I wanted to bring a guy with me to the top that did not want to see me at the top. Okay. You call it jealousy. You call it envy, whatever the fuck it is. My relationship with Scott Colton ended long before I paid all of his bills. I have every receipt. I have every invoice. I have every email. I have the email where he says, and I quote, I agree to go our separate ways. I will get my own lawyer and you do not have to pay anymore. That's an email that I have. The only reason the public did not see is because when I finally had to counter sue him through discovery, we discovered he shared a bank account with his mother. That's a fact. And as soon as we discovered that fact and we subpoenaed old Marsha, he sent the email, oh, can we please drop all this? Now, it's 2022. I haven't been friends with this guy since at least 2014, late 2013. And the fact that I have to sit up here because we have irresponsible people who call themselves EVPs and couldn't fucking manage a target and they spread lies and bullshit and, and put into a media that I got somebody fired when I have fuck all to do with him, want nothing to do with him, do not care where he works, where he doesn't work, where he eats, where he sleeps. 
And the fact that I have to get up here and do this in 2022 is fucking embarrassing. And if y'all are at fault, fuck you. If you're not, I apologize. But what did I ever do in this world to go to deserve an empty headed fucking dumb fuck like hangman Adam page to go out on national television and fucking go into business for himself for what, what did I do? Dave, what did I ever do? Didn't do a goddamn thing. What's your name, sir? Fuck the Pittsburgh penguins. What are you doing, man? What are you doing? I made it really clear in Forbes and I just want to make it clear again. Nick, it's not his position to make it very fucking clear. There's people who call themselves EVPs that should have fucking known better. This shit was none of their business. I understand sticking up for your fucking friends. I fucking get it. I stuck up for that guy more than anybody. Okay. I paid his bills until I didn't. And it was my decision not to. Yeah, but I shouldn't have no commented when Nick first said it. It's my I, fault. And I if I hadn't, it's my that. fault. It's my fault. I appreciate fault. it. I should have just I'm, taken a head on because you never but said But I'm trying anything. to run a fucking business. And when somebody who hasn't done a damn thing in this business jeopardizes the first million dollar house that this company has ever drawn off of my back and goes on national television and does that. It's a disgrace to this industry. It's a disgrace to this company. Now we're far beyond apologies, right? I gave him a fucking chance. It did not get handled. And you saw what I had to do, which is very regrettable, lowering myself to his fucking level. But that's where we're at right now. And I will still walk up and down this hallway and say, if you have a fucking problem with me, take it up with me. Let's fucking go. What's your question, Nick? All right. People have asked my thoughts on this, on what CM Punk has said in this press conference of what he uh, went on about. Uh, Telling his reporter, are you a reporter? Are you friends with uh, Mr. Cabana? Huh? Are you friends? Obviously, if this didn't really matter to Punk, if 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 he is one of those guys that says, I don't care about that thing. I haven't been friends with Cabana for uh, a decade or whatever, however long, it's still festering and living inside his head. Especially to answer that reporter's question like that and go on a two-page fucking rant that about about Cabana and about the personal issues and saying, oh yeah, I still have all the documents, I have all this stuff, you know, I, I am. And then he shits on the Bucks, the EVPs of the company, he shits on them. How does Tony think this is okay? How does Tony, like... Like, is it just because it's CM Punk? You know, when he came back, it was a big deal. Don't get me wrong. I was excited. I was a, I was a huge Punk fan, but I also understood Punk is an egotistical, fucking narcissistic asshole. But that's CM Punk. You know, that's why we gravitated towards him. That's why he was so big on the indies because he had this, he had this mojo about him. But, as of late, especially in this all elite wrestling run, is shitting on Hangman Page and just bearing Hangman Page and then talking down on the Bucks saying they can't run a company like as well they do a Target, you know, and still trying to be Mr. Humble. Always try to be Mr. Humble. I'm humble. I'm humble because I will apologize if I was wrong and blah, 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 blah. But he goes on. And then when Tony tries to talk, you saw, you heard that. But Tony says, like, oh, well, well, I should have, and Punk said, hey, Sit down, baby. Sit down. Sit down. Get back. Get 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 back in your high chair. Daddy's talking. Daddy's talking. So, I I I just 
everybody's been asking me. They're like, yo, KMB the Sexy Ninja, what's your thoughts on this? Usually I just speak on WWE, uh, but I had to get my... I, 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 I didn't have to, but to people who are asking my thoughts on this whole CM Punk thing, I think it's unprofessional. I think it makes AEW look bad. I think it makes Tony Khan look bad, but... AEW and Tony Khan has been making those choices, and this is the choice by Tony Khan to let this man speak like this, especially on talent, and especially if you're hearing in the rumbles, like Aleister Black's last match was last night, uh, he has requested his release, a lot of other wrestlers are not happy with the development of stories and this and that, it's funny, I thought Chris Jericho was going to be this problem. I remember, I like, and don't get me wrong, I, I went back and listened to old stuff of when All Elite Wrestling was created on the foundation of the Bucks, Hangman Page, uh, Kenny Omega, and, and Cody Rhodes, like, it was it was revolutionary when it when it was gonna happen, man. When all elite wrestling was announced, I was there on the countdown when they, when they all put the phones out, you know, when they're like, oh guys, look at All Elite Wrestling, and you know, it was so magical. But then. It kind of lost its way when it started signing WWE guys, and they started trying to take shots at WWE, and they went head to head with the uh, wars with NXT, and of course they won. And the fan base alone is, is the you know I, professional wrestling is always something that I love all the way since I was a kid. I remember trading um, tapes. I remember listening. I remember like all the indie scenes, like Ring of Honor, uh, Pro Wrestling Guerrilla, all, all these little indie spots that I used to follow and this and that. And now we're in a glorious time where everything is out there on the internet. But back in the day, I remember how you're like, hey man, you you heard of uh, Kevin Steen? This dude's a beast. You should check this out. And, you know, I still have my um, Ring of Honor, uh, all my Ring of Honor best of is uh, Kevin Steens and just a bunch of stuff that indie guys I followed for a very long time. Adam Cole. So when they went to WWE, I get it. They got to WWE and this is when Vince was in charge and then they just got rubbed the wrong way. So they, there was a place called All Elite Wrestling for these guys that were on the come up who love having fun in that wrestling. I mean, this was and now it's a place where CM Punk is the world uh, heavyweight champion. And he is speaking like this and speaking on talent and such a, like, so you're small and mundane to who I am. I'm CM Punk. I'm better than you. I'm the best in the world. And there's still people out there that'll be like, yo, he's, yeah, that's right. Yo, he's just speaking the truth. He, yo, he's, he's the, he's the man. He's always been like that, Mr. Python. But to this extent, especially bringing up private shit about what's going on with him and Cabana and talking about his, his, his having an, uh, Cabana having an account with his, uh, with his mom. Did you really need to put that out there? Did you really need to? I haven't heard Cabana once go off uh, on, on such a tangent and bring up personal shit because Cabana even had to stop his podcast for a while because he went on a mental stress. Um, he, he got he, he got mentally stressed. You know, he had to stop his podcast for a while. You know, I'm, I'm, I've always been a fan of Cole Cabana. The Art of Wrestling is one of my favorite podcasts, especially in the beginnings of when wrestling podcasts were a thing, man. The Art of Wrestling, if you can go back and listen to great, there's great interviews, great episodes. And, you know, and it's like, I don't, it's not a matter of who's right or wrong in that whole feud. It's just a matter of like you after a after a celebratory million dollar night, million dollar gate, whatever, huge pay-per-view numbers, you know, you you sell out this place all out. It's all supposed to be about 
MJF's big return. MJF coming back. The devil himself. Long-term storytelling squashed by this little press conference. And CM Punk had to say what he had to say. uh, Taking shots at people in the back and saying, Hey, if you're not with me, you can go. What does that even mean, dude? Is, is, are you that far up Tony's ass to be like, yo, if you ain't with me, you can leave. Guess what? People want to leave. They want to go to WWE now that they know there's somebody in charge that, that cares about them. And I know Punk doesn't like Triple H. We, we all know that. This, that goes deep. That goes, you know, people have been sharing that recent, um, Recent, uh, I'll, I'll play it here on the podcast. You can listen to it, but it was a, uh, during uh, Punk's run as champ, and Punk wanted ice cream bars and this and that. You know, and if you listen to what Triple H says, it's like holy crap, man. You know what? Let, let's play the clip right now. Play the clip right now. Let, let's just hear what Triple H had to say to Punk and how it resonates to today. We are dying for a change. I want to be the catalyst. For that oh, change. save me. You want to be the catalyst as long as it benefits you. I am sick to death of listening to you talk to how you're doing all of this for them. Yeah, there are a lot of people out there. Maybe half of them agree with what you're saying. The other half, they don't give a damn. You know what, Punk? Some of these people actually like the WWE. Some of these people dig it. They tune in every week. They love what they see. They come here to have a good time. They like it the way it is. Can it be better? Sure, it can be better. That's right. And that's my job, to make it better. But when you talk about being the catalyst for change, really what you mean is you will only accept change if it means CM Punk is on top. Because unless CM Punk is the guy, the man, That's not enough change for you. That's not really what you want. See, you're no different than anybody else that's ever been in this business, including me. We're a lot alike. We did what we had to do to get on top. The difference is, I looked everybody in the eye and told you, I'm gonna step on you, I'm gonna walk through you to get to the top. You, you don't have the balls to do it. What you did is you backdoor your way around. You try to do it by being a martyr. That aged very well, right? So I, I got to know your thoughts on this, ladies and gentlemen. We, we got to go down and, and, and talk about this just because it's, it's one of those things that I, I feel this was so unnecessary. This was beyond unnecessary. And the fact that he won the title from Moxie after Moxie cut that promo, like, I don't give a shit about you. I'm all... Then he gets beat by Punk. I heard the match was great. I, I, I heard that there was some great stuff that went on. Jungle Boy, you know, got, uh, got betrayed by Luchasaurus and this and that. But then when things happen of this nature, it kind of just wants, makes me want to just stay away from the AEW brand all in general. When I hear shit like this all the time, I try. I'm like, hey, man, more wrestling in my life? Yes, please. But when stuff like this happens, it just puts a bad taste in your mouth as a professional wrestling fan. You know, and it's just like, we should all just be happy that we have so much wrestling in our lives. But when you hear about the backstage drama on this, that, blah, blah, and Mr. CM Punk dropping this kind of thing, and then it, it's frustrating because it's just like, yo, dude, chill the fuck out. You, you aren't, you're this martyr. <laughs> like what, what Triple H said, you, 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 you are, you are a snake trying, you, you wiggle through the back door. 
you know, to, to get in. And he got in, and he's in Tony's pocket, you know, or, or is Tony in his pocket? Because I, with booking decisions and everything like that, I'm glad MJF is back. I think MJF is a huge, huge talent. But I feel like this whole thing was overshadowed. I feel like his whole return was overshadowed by what Punk had to say. I want to hear your thoughts. Drop them in the comments below. Let me know what you think. Um, do you think Punk was in the right? Do you think Punk was in the wrong? Do you think CM Punk should even be speaking all these sort of things to uh, the general public, especially when it comes to the internet these days? These are my thoughts. Uh, I, I, I think this is just a bad move. All in all, for Punk, for AEW, for Tony Khan. So let me know what you think. You drop those comments below. Then after that, you're going to like and subscribe. You're going to share with your grandma. Share with your grandma. Share with the bum down at Walmart. I am KMB, the Sexy Ninja, and this is the New World Podcast, brother. And it's for life. Given the competition that we've never faced before, this is kind of an unprecedented marker, in my opinion. But it's still the, the number is the number, and I have to face the competition out there. But when I compared myself to Jim Crockett Promotions this weekend, I think I got a taste of the same medicine Jim Crockett Promotions took. But I have a lot more fucking money than Jim Crockett did. And I'm not going to get, I'm serious, I'm not going to sit back and take this fucking shit.